Aha. open up an episode one day and I'm just gonna start spitting bars on this damn beat one day like I'm just I mean for you know for those of y'all that didn't know back in the day I did used to you know rap like I was a professional in my basement rapper okay so just y'all just wait one of these days I'm just gonna come in on the beat and be like bow and y'all gonna be like damn is she trill the podcast host or is she killer triller the Mexican rapper I don't know okay I'm bullshitting all right moving forward we are back episode four guys we in this thing congratulations I'm so proud of you you made it you in here you doing it with who with the one and only Trill all right so you guys know uh, when I first start off I can't go without saying thank you thank you for continuing to listen thank you for holding me accountable thank you for subscribing and sharing and interacting with all the stuff that I'm putting out there, um, I definitely feel like I'm reaching some people and I'm having a good time. And I hope y'all are having a good time getting a little bit of education, getting a little bit of inspiration, get a little bit of motivation, all the Asians that you need, okay? Because I'm the Asian persuasion. <laughs> all right, that was corny, but I bet you smart, so you can't act like you didn't. All right, so I'm going to keep the jokes to myself, but we're going to go ahead and move forward. Uh, we are on episode four, guys. Woo, woo, turn up, get it, get it, get it, bitch. Um, and as you guys, I know, can read, um, this episode is entitled, What's in the Bag? Okay, what's in the bag, guys? So if you haven't done so already, I put a couple things out on the Facebook page, on my page. I had a couple of my friends put some on their page around asking you all a question um, to my listeners. I want to know, we're always talking about, you know, posted up, Shakur in the bag, you know what I'm saying? Uh, out here securing the bag, making sure the bag secured, secured bag, bloop, bloop, bloop. Like, I mean, where's the SpongeBob meme when you need it, right? So that was the question that I put out there for you guys. And really this episode encompasses what's in the bag aka financial education in the black community all right so there are three specific things that i definitely want to hit on in this episode and that is basic banking savings and credit all right that's what i'm gonna talk about that's what we're gonna dive into um you know of course i'm gonna have my say so because it's my show but <laughs> you guys have the opportunity to talk to me to to tell me something you know put your words out there put your thoughts out there and i will happily happily incorporate it in and happily invite someone onto the show um, I'm not afraid to have guests and stuff like that. But I really, again, want to promote the conversation because it's important. You know what I'm saying? So, first of all, let's discuss the definition of basic banking, all right? If you caught my very first episode, I told you all I worked in the banking industry as a branch manager. And I work in a urbanly saturated area. And I see every day the lack of education or more so rather the deliberate ignorance around basic banking. 
Now, particularly in the black community, all generations, young and old, I have witnessed basically where there is like a gap or just some type of, I guess the only way that I could describe it, like a wall, if you will, that we have yet to cross or overcome, whether it be intentional or unintentional around like money, you know, just like money in general. And I feel like what has happened is that we as a people, as a community, have become asphyxiated around just the actual materialistic meaning or value of cash. Like cash is the way to go. Cash is the way to be. The more instantaneous I can use this cash means that I'm using it correctly or uh, that's that's just what I see is what's going on and let's talk briefly just very very momentarily around cash movement okay like there are different ways you know funds can be moved and, and expended okay oh, you got cash all right you got negotiable items like checks and money orders wire transfers etc okay one thing that I've realized in basic banking is that a lot of our younger generation does not understand how a check works, okay? A lot of times they don't even understand really how a bank account works, how a debit card is connected to a bank account, okay? How fees are associated, how a bank makes a profit off of you, and how you can get the most out of using a bank account to your advantage like they know absolutely nothing about that completely goes over their head and I think a lot of that stems from the fact that we don't really have that education in schools anymore you know like back when I was in high school we had home ec where they taught you basic shit right like how to boil noodles how to boil an egg how to use a microwave how to iron your clothes how to balance a checkbook and we don't do that anymore, at least not that I'm aware of, okay? And to piggyback off of cash movement, we have so many different outlets, you know, to move cash around. You have so many ways aside from a bank account, you know, you got prepaid debit cards, you have um, cash out where everything is electronic, you have, you know, digital debit cards and all this stuff. And it's just like, cash is like, it's just moved, it's it's almost not a physical thing anymore, but then it kind of is when you secure in the bag. You know what I'm saying? And I really wanted to touch up on basic banking because it is fundamental. It is the foundation of understanding how your money moves, where it's going, and how you're using it, okay? You know, I'm pretty sure everybody's seen that Kevin Hart skit where he's all like, well, the way my account is set up, I got to check in the savings and all my money's in my savings and this, this, that, and the third. Yeah, that shit was stupid funny. Like to think of it right now, like would make me laugh. But then at the same time, if you just back up for a second and look at the bigger picture, low key, people don't understand their fucking checking and savings account. Like they righteous do not understand how that shit works. And, and I'm probably biased because I do work in the banking industry, but that shit gets on my nerves, y'all. And then what makes it even worse is it is so difficult. 
Okay, it is so difficult to try and explain to someone or to try and help them understand how they're using their money or lack thereof and they aren't receptive to the information. Let me just give a little banking one on one before I get extra hyped up. You know, um, I feel like all my listeners are intellectuals, so most of you guys probably know this. And again, if you don't, that is okay. That's what I'm here for, right? <laughs> but a little, little basic one-on-one banking, okay? Checking account is is basically um, a holding ground, if you will. It is a, a capsule that allows for you to place your funds into um, a secured, um, uh, what, what's that I want to call it? A, a secured place that you can have confidence in managing your funds without physically holding cash, right? Okay, so you got an account. And then a debit card is what is linked to it, okay? And ladies and gentlemen, if you were not aware, okay, a debit card number and a checking account number are two totally different things. <sighs> Mind blown, right? I know it's it's fucking crazy. I'm pretty sure a majority of you guys have a checking account. You know, that's where the direct deposit goes, right? Like the checking account is the bag. It Well, maybe the checking account isn't the bag. The direct deposit that goes into the checking account is the bag, right? All right, securing the bag. Bloop, I got paid. It's Friday. Bam, the bag is in there. What's up? Let's go. And... I think that a lot of us get misconstrued around that concept that that's just the tell-all be-all, you know? And I say that because working in the demographic that I work in, you know, I see a lot of payday loan users. I see a lot of overdraft offenders. I see a lot of fraudsters, okay, where they're trying to get over um, maybe intentionally or not intentionally, again, um, around the system and basically not understanding how the system actually works, okay? So let me go ahead and jump into the educational part of this segment, okay? Understanding basic banking means understanding your money, okay? Having the opportunity to balance a budget. It's understanding what a budget is. It's Understanding how to create a budget. It's, it's the importance of prioritizing your funds. And I know it's a lot of folks out there that, you know, have been on, on the downward slope or whatever or hit hard times and you, you can't seem to catch your footing around that. But basic banking and knowledge of that, okay, is extremely important. It's extremely important. And I guarantee you guys, I'm going to get an expert on here. Um, give me another episode. She's going to be a guest and she's definitely going to give us some pointers and stuff. But it, it is required. Basic banking is required to to understand what a forward direction is when it comes to understanding your money and securing the bag. Right. All right. All right. So I touched up on priorities and I mean, everybody has financial imp- priorities, right? We got bills, we got daycare, we got rent, we got car note, we got insurance, we got phone bill. And as the years have passed, okay, the the amount of bills that we have accumulated has essentially gone up, you know? I mean, let's think about it for a second. Let's just say 10 years ago, okay? 10 years ago, 
a cell phone bill probably wasn't mandatory, right? Or let's say 10 years ago, and I know that I'm stretching, but just bear with me. 10 years ago, maybe a, you know, internet bill wasn't necessary, right? Or before they passed the insurance law, law, having insurance wasn't necessary. So that wasn't part of like the priorities of your bills that you have each month, right? But now we got rent slash mortgage. We got car note. We got insurance. You got cell phone bill. You got all the utilities to your home. So that's water, power, gas, trash, um, any type of extracurricular. Maybe you, you pay a HOA fee and all this other stuff. And now your bills have become a laundry list of things that you're obligated to each month. And I wanted to paint a picture for this because in regards to prioritizing, that's where savings comes in, okay? And this is point two of, of the message that I'm trying to deliver, all right? Savings is also something that's very fundamental, okay? Now I'm going to get real elementary with this. Everybody remembers back in grade school, you know, um, you would do some type of project or they would start teaching about savings and all this extra shit and you would be like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to save when I grow up and blah, blah, blah. And then boom, nigga, you grew up and you was like, bitch, I ain't got no money to save. You know what I'm saying? And I really want to ask y'all the question, why does it seem in the black community so difficult for us to save? Like, why is savings not a part of securing the bag? You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, do we really understand savings? Do we understand interest? Do we understand investments? You know, are we really putting our dollar to good use? Like, are we really putting the power of a black dollar, okay, to good use? Are we making our dollars work for us? And do we understand how to do that? And quite frankly, guys, in my opinion, our community does not, okay? Our community does not understand the importance of savings, or maybe rather that they do, but they don't know how to do it, you know? They don't know how to create a budget, or you don't know how to stick to that budget, and so you end up spending more than you have on things that you wanted instead of you needed, and now you are caught in this endless cycle of bullshit and you don't know where to start and stop or start over or whatever, you know? Well, I'm here to tell you one basic saving tip that will definitely help you at least think about your budget or, or reimagine what it is that you want to do with your money. And it boils down simply to paying yourself first, okay? Pass it along, guys. Tip of the day, pay yourself first, I'm gonna go ahead and hit a Kevin Hart for you guys. Like, I do have a checking and savings. I mean, I actually have like two checking accounts, three savings accounts, and a whole bunch of other shit, right? And I got my direct deposit set up and all this other shit. And basically, the way that I have it set up is once my direct deposit hits, the first transfer out before I use my debit card on some Starbucks or some McDonald's or some fucking breakfast or whatever, some gas, groceries, whatever it may be, the first thing that happens off my account is money goes into my savings account. Money that I rarely, seldomly, if at all, touch goes into my savings account. And this is one of the most simplest and easiest 
ways of building a savings plan is paying yourself first, okay? I mean, it doesn't have to be like a wad of fucking or a big ass percent of your 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 funds or your your total amount that you get and it ain't gotta be all that you know what i'm saying i mean think about it minutely for a second all right think about how much you spend in a week eating out okay um let's just say let's just say you spend five dollars a day on breakfast okay five bucks that's all you spend Five bucks don't really seem like nothing, right? Okay, I spend five bucks. So five times seven is $35, okay? $35 a week on breakfast. That's that's what you spend, okay? And then we'll multiply that same 35 times four. That's $140 a month. $140 a month. Like, maybe that sounds like a little bit to some of you guys. Um... I ain't no baller shot caller, but I ain't broke either. But that sound like a good little piece of money to me, okay? $140? Like, why subject yourself to spending it somewhere else when you can save it, okay? You can save it automatically. If you subconsciously make a budget to spend $5 a day on breakfast, you know, how can you not unsubconsciously or subconsciously or whatever the fuck you want to call it how could you not intentionally save half of that every paycheck or a quarter of that or 10 percent of that like how 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 much of an impact would that make to your finances so ponder that for a second now i'm not finna sit here and lie to y'all like putting $25 every time that you get paid is going to be the tell-all be-all and the magic miracle to whatever uh-ohs that you have in life or whatever oh shits happen, right? Because it's not, okay? But, but imagine having the opportunity to not only put that in a savings account, but put it in an investment account that will work for you. And I think as a community, we are not well-rounded around investments. We are not very informed, educated, or knowledgeable around investments. And it, I, in my opinion, it holds us back, guys. Like it really does. It holds us back from achieving more because we are so used to having the cash and using the cash and working for the cash, but the cash not working for us. I'll use a brief example with the whole nike thing you know and i'm not going to go into politics but i do have a question for you guys i mean we were all as a community gung-ho about buying all this nike stuff buying all the gear buying all the products supporting it on facebook on social media and all this stuff you know but how many of us promoted buying the stock you know how many of us promoted selling the stock if it went up and and gaining those profits and those dividends and, and understanding how to utilize what you already have to earn more without even lifting a finger. How many of us promoted that or, uh, you know, facilitated that conversation or, you know, extended that education around that so that we as a community can be more comfortable around understanding that? You know what I'm saying? I mean, we have to remember, guys, we are in an era where information is literally at our fingertips okay you could google 
anything all right I have never done a podcast ever in my life never been a host never been a a guest never been nothing I ain't did shit but listen to them and you know what I had a vision I said this is what I gotta do or this is what I want to do I had the gift of gab whatever I could talk to any fucking body and and this then the third I got a lot of knowledge that I want to share I have a story a testimony that I can share with others to help them help motivate and, and help them achieve things you know I never did none of that and I literally got on the computer I googled a couple stuff I looked up a couple things I bought a fucking microphone and here I am I've literally invested like a hundred bucks on this you know and um, not to get off subject obviously I've gotten some good feedback and some great support and stuff but like why can't we as a community do that and invest that same you know drive or that same dream or that same idea into something that could work for us and and investments work a lot like that you know um there are plenty of apps also that are out there that can kind of help you and teach you where to start i mean you got red robin out there you got acorns um you got all all different kind of things i think there's one called spare change don't quote me on this you know but it basically takes you know, it rounds your, your purchases up to the nearest dollar, takes your change, and puts it in an investment portfolio. Now, let's just be honest. You're not going to make $1,000 million off $0.45, cent, okay? Let's be realistic. That's not going to happen. But what you will obtain is the knowledge and the know-how to start doing that when you're comfortable, when you have built your savings, when you understand your basic banking and money movement, and you, you know, are are comfortable in doing that. You know what I'm saying? And if we really want to get into investments, if we really want to talk about building a dollar or making a dollar work for us, I mean, we can jump on over into retirement too, you know? I mean, we could talk IRAs, we can talk 401ks, we could talk about all that different stuff because as a community, I don't feel like we talk about it enough, you know, and quite frankly, I feel like we don't talk about it enough because as a community, as a generation, both old and new, we are afraid of spending that dollar, losing that dollar or the potential of losing that dollar to something that we don't know about or we are unfamiliar with or or anything like that, you know, I mean, let's just face it it's easy to use cash okay it's easy to swipe a debit card because i am purchasing something that is in my face Uh, i am receiving something that you know is is malleable or i can touch i can feel i can essentially use you know or i am receiving a service that shows some type of value or i get some type of benefit out of it and when we think about investing or using that same dollar in something that isn't instantaneous, that isn't, you know, like, boom, right there, I got it. All of a sudden, it's like, mm, I want to see my shit right now. And you telling me it ain't finna be right now? Like, I ain't just gonna like, boom, there it is. Nah, nah, fam, I'm good. You know, I'm good, love, enjoy. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and we, we, we sell ourselves short with that. How many of you all are out there really understand the importance of retirement? Okay, just just ponder on that for a second. How many of you all out there understand the fact that Social Security is going to be 
fucked by the time we are ready to stop working you know how many of you all understand how social security even works i mean again i i work in an urbanly diverse area and like i have freaking tailgaters okay they come on the first and the third like the money in the vault finna be gone and they ain't gonna have enough to go pay their bill as cash they line up for these five six seven hundred dollar monthly checks okay seven hundred dollars a month y'all seven hundred fucking dollars a month nigga I, what how how houseway what 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 are you gonna do with that you know and and that's how you know a lot of times i see where we get caught up in payday loan cycles again we get caught up in overdraft um bullshit and stuff like that people don't even know how overdraft works and it's like oh god it's so difficult to explain you know i mean it's not difficult to explain it's just that that the receptiveness of the information doesn't want to be heard okay and and please don't preach to me i get it people get in the bind i understand that you're preaching to the choir you know but if we're going to talk about money needs let's talk about credit okay that to me is is one of the biggest factors in financial education in the black community okay credit is is something major all right and just speaking from experience you know i was fortunate enough uh, where my parents, you know, taught me early. My mom set me up early. She, uh, you know, included me in a lot of uh, credit endeavors that she had going on when I became of age. And I was able to build credit fairly quickly. I was able to understand it, you know, or the magnitude at which, um, how heavy it was pertaining to the things that I wanted to do in the future. And I think what we fail to realize as a community is that cash does not hold as much value as credit as investments as retirement as savings like cash essentially is just as much a vessel as that checking account you know what i'm saying like like dead ass like just really think about it cash is essentially the same type of vessel as using a checking account i'm gonna school you guys a little bit on some some credit one-on-one okay um, first of all, let me go ahead and get it out there because everybody and their mama's heard it from their grandma, their great grandmama, and so on and so forth. Okay. Credit is not the devil. Okay. It's not, it's not the only time credit is the devil is when you don't know how to use it or it's when you take advantage of it or it's when you fuck it up. Basically, <laughs> like that's the truth of the matter, guys. Like credit is, it's a tool. Okay, and it's a tool that is necessary, that is needed to to get going. Now, you don't necessarily need the credit if you got the cash, right? But who righteously just has like, I don't know, $100,000 just sitting around like doodaloo, whatever, um, I'm going to go get this or half a million dollars say boop a doop oh, here it is. All right, I'm going to go get that or man, like a uh, uh, $100 million just like, you know, boop the fool, whatever, just kicking the shit like ain't nobody got that just chilling. I mean, if y'all got some cousins that do let me know, um, I'll give you my phone number or whatever, my email, y'all can hit me up on a podcast. I definitely need some sponsors, but let's just be real. Okay. And I know a lot of my listeners are my age or somewhere around my age, a little older, younger, whatever. Shout out to you guys, you know. But think about this, like, 
How old were you really when you actually started understanding what credit was? Okay. And, and think about if you knew what you know now about credit and how it works and stuff like would you have really gotten those student loans or would you have worked harder to get that Pell Grant or that scholarship or would you have worked through school versus taking on all those loans like that's just one broad example but they, like really ponder that for a moment okay I think it is exponentially crucial that we teach credit at the most utmost youngest age that we can in our community you know because there are ways to establish credit and be set for your future before you even know what your future entails right now I don't want to turn this into a keeping up with the Joneses things because that's not what this is about okay but of course again I have a testimony I have a story to share so I want someone to utilize that and think about it right I bought my first home with my wife when I was 24 years old, 24, okay? We had gone through two apartments and a rental home. And of course, I lost my my home in the tornadoes of April of 2011 when I was living with my parents. And then, you know, we went through this whole endeavor around that. And I got to a point where I'm like, I want to buy a house, okay? I want to own something. I want that said property to work for me, okay? And I swear to God, guys, I can make a whole episode on credit, credit score, credit report, um, buying and selling your home, understanding how it works, um, home equity, um, debt to income. I, I, I could do all of that, you know, but the point I'm trying to make, again, uh, when I, what I originally said was that credit is not the devil, okay? You can do these things and you can achieve these things. And if you feel like right now your credit isn't where it needs to be, that is okay, all right? There are plenty of tools. There are plenty of people that can help you rebuild and reestablish what it is that is fucked up, essentially, you know? And, and it's okay, you know, but you got to have the patience and you got to have the discipline and you got to have the education around understanding how to fix those things and how to move forward so yeah we covered a lot right now you know and um you know back to the subject at hand around securing the bag you know what I'm saying like securing the bag is more than just money in the bank okay it's about the now it's about the what if it's about the foreseeable future you know it's about establishing yourself financially and preparing for your future because we aren't going to be in our 20s forever, you know, uh, no matter how young spirited we are, no matter how ratchet, uh, spontaneous that we may be, you know, like it's about having something for our children and giving them the opportunity to start, you know, a little bit closer to the finish line than where we started and continuing to grow and build upon ourselves and our children and our community as a whole, you know? And this is where my motivational speaking comes in, okay? If you are comfortable with your financial situation or maybe you're in that learning curve now or perhaps you're just now getting started or maybe even having to start over, okay? You are good, my friend, all right? As long as you acknowledge where you are 
and determine where you want to be or what you want to do to achieve it, then the work in the middle is completely doable. We all got different stories, different backgrounds, different shit that didn't happen to us and all this, that, and a third. And no, ain't nobody looking for no pity party, whatever, whatever. And nobody by any means should be trying to, again, keep up with the Joneses or the Smiths or the Johnsons or whoever the fuck you keep trying to look at, trying to be like blah, 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 bullshit, okay? Ain't nobody trying to do that. The best thing that you could be is the best version of you, is your best self, okay? And we're tying this all back into financial education and financial literacy, all right? And it all starts with what you want, okay? You got to go get it. You have to want it and you have to go and get it, okay? You can't just sit here and pray about it. You can't just sit here and wonder about it. You can't just sit here and look at it and, and see other people have it. And just expect for it to fall onto you. It don't work like that. And and we know that. You know what I'm saying? We as a community need to uplift each other. You know? Give ourselves the opportunity to take risks. To invest in ourselves. To acquire the knowledge. And to share it with each other. You know? And grow. Grow as an individual. To grow as a community. You know? And, and impact each other. Impact ourselves for each other just because you weren't born with a silver spoon in your mouth doesn't necessarily mean you ain't finna be shit and just because you was born with half a million dollars in the bank doesn't mean you finna be the bomb.com okay it it does not work like that everybody has different paths and different destinies you know and we can't judge each other or hold each other back and like that's one of the biggest things as far as if we would just want to talk about the black community in general a lot of times we run into that whole crab in the barrel syndrome you know and and I'm not even going to go off the deep end with that because that's going to be a whole other conversation you know but we need to uplift each other you know and and I'm in the business of doing that I I do truly believe that anybody can achieve anything as long as you keep trying okay as long as you utilize your resources as long as you understand what it is that you want to do as long as you're okay with accepting the right no versus the wrong yes okay financial literacy in general is is necessary guys it's meaningful in general right but financial education and literacy in the black community is very important and it's 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 precedent you know that we make it a point to to lead each other in the right direction, to build upon each other, and to make it be known that we are more than just this, I don't know, genre or group of people that do things a certain way and are labeled this way. Like, we can come up off that glass ceiling and be so much more than what a lot of times we are criticized to be, you know? And I say all that to say, if at all, if I could just inspire one person to change their habits or one person to think outside of the box or one person to take a risk or just do something different for yourself, you, are, you, you the possibilities are endless in, in changing the world and perspective for others, you know? Okay, okay, so I know I didn't cut up much of this episode, but I can't leave y'all hanging without giving y'all the infamous life tips from Trill's Lips. You heard me? Alright, here it is. Sight is what you see in front of you. 
It is tangible, malleable, and fragile. Vision is the goal you see for yourself. It is realistic, achievable, and sometimes difficult. Don't confuse the sight, what you're dealing with today, with your vision, what you'll achieve tomorrow. And cue music. You know, I really need to ask y'all a question. Like, are y'all going to be mad if I change my intro and intro music? Because y'all been giving your girl a lot of love about it. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to kill a good thing, you know? Don't forget, episodes drop every Monday. Be sure to tune in. Always, thanks for listening. It's your girl, Trill. And I'm out. Peace.